Welcome to the Northern Side of the Radio. I'm Amy. I'm Emily. And this is the Northern Auditions Podcast. In this week's episode, we'll be reviewing August Club episode, September's Club episode, and The Truth About Zachary to begin our series on reviewing the Zachary episodes. So we're going to change today's episode up a little bit and get started with the reviews. To begin, we'll be reviewing... August Club episode, The Honor of Obed-Edom. Okay, so yes, we have switched it up a little bit. We're actually going to start with um, The Honor of Obed-Edom, which is August's 2022 Club episode. Written by Dave Arnold. I don't remember who it's directed by, but... You know more than me. (laughs) I didn't look it up. I just remember that he wrote this because he did an interview on the official podcast. Yeah. And he said that he was inspired in part by The Chosen's writing style to write this. I was actually wondering because I really... So I literally listened to it this morning because I haven't had a chance to listen to it until this morning. And... But, like, it's it was actually really interesting. And I was going to say, it did kind of remind me of The Chosen a little bit. Um, I thought the names were a little funny because if you have seen The Chosen, there's one Pharisee. His name is Shmuel. But the way that they say it... Anyway, sorry. That kind of a side what note. What does it have to do with the well, names no, in this episode? Because there's one where it sounded like they were going to say Shmuel. And I was like... No, don't use that name. Which one? I don't remember. The the son? I don't even remember. Might his, be the son. I don't even remember his name. I don't either. <laughs> I think it might be the son cuz um, anyway. Um But yeah, I thought that was actually I really liked that episode. Um I like when they do the uh book of speculations. Yeah. Which, the first ever Book of Speculations episode, Follow Me, came out in 2015 before The Chosen even started. Yeah. But it gives me, that one gives me major Chosen vibes too, because it has yeah. to do with the younger disciples. Yeah. And, it, and the situations they get themselves into kind of have a similar tone to, like, Peter's situation in the first few Chosen episodes. Anyway... Off topic, but I love, I've always loved biblical fiction. I have a small collection of those kinds of books, both on my Kindle and physical copies. Oh, yeah, like the one with um, David's Wives? Yeah, I, there's also one written by the same author that's uh, The Wives of the Patriarchs. Oh. Um, yeah, I remember seeing those. Yeah. And I have a, I have a few others on my Kindle, and um, so I, I I always like this kind of stuff. Um, I think it's cool when they do that. They did it with something that has like very little um, text in scripture, so yeah. you could really play around with it. Um, yeah. Although I do remember reading. Like, Obed-Edom kind of sticks out to me. I remember reading it, but I always thought it was in Samuel for some reason, not 
Chronicles. I think it's in both. So I'm because thinking. I've read through First and Second Kings, Chronicles, and Samuel, and they all are very similar um, to how, like, a lot of stuff that's in Chronicles is going to be in Samuel and Kings. So yeah, I've just I've read Samuel more than I've read Kings or Chronicles. Yeah. They are a little bit harder to read, I will admit. Um, yeah, no, and it was interesting that they did decide to choose one that only has a couple verses. Well, um, Dave Arnold said he was suggested to it by she was he was suggested to do it by a friend from like his hunger back church or something. Oh, that's cool. So. It makes me wonder, like, what else they're going to do with it. Because well, I think it's a good concept. I think it's very interesting to be thinking of, like, well, like, what if, you know? Because, I mean, there's even a couple of stories in the Gospels that I would love to see them kind of do. Like, which ones? Well, okay. So, recently, uh, we've been talking about uh, the woman caught in the act of adultery. But then it's like... How did she get there? What, you know, because, like, that's never mentioned. It's just mentioned, like, them, the Pharisees finding her. But it's like, how did they find her? That could get a little... Okay, I know, I know that, like, kids wouldn't... It would go over the heads of kids. But but how do you do that for a kid's show? But I just think that would be interesting. Or, like, um... There was another one I was thinking of. I lost it. But, like, okay, and so they did one from the New Testament, and now they've done one from the Old Testament. What other stories could they do? I don't know, but they're kind of running out of stories. Well, Just not... The... Oh, like, you mean, like, including all the ones that the kids have witnessed in the Imagination Station? Yeah, like, all, they're yeah, running out of Bible stories as a whole. So. That's true. And kids radio, too, don't forget. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about, like, the characters? Like, what did we like about the characters, about the storyline? I liked, I liked Obed-Edom as a character. Yeah. He was, um, I liked that it began with his military service, because I had read about him before, but I'd forgotten that he was one of David's mighty men. Yeah, I also like the transition between, like, Wit starting the story and then it changed to him telling his grandson about it. Like, I, I actually liked that transition. I thought that was very creative. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, hearing about his military background and, like, how he was. Was, this, was, the, was the son's name Shemaya? That's what it was. Is that why? Yeah, because yeah, it sounded like Shmiel. And the way that, um, um, what's his face? Nicodemus says it. It's, we always laugh whenever we watch it. Um, anyways. Yeah, I don't get to watch it with you. But anyways. Um, yeah. So, I really liked that transition. I thought it was very well done. Um, I also liked the concept of the grandson being sick and then the Ark of the Covenant coming to his house and then miraculously the grandson becomes well again. Yeah, but see, here's the thing about that. Like, I agree with you, it's a cool concept and all that, but um, 
one guy gets in trouble and gets killed for touching the ark. Yeah, which then, we've heard and, before. And then, yeah, which, this is a sequel to Rights, Wrongs, and Reasons, which is really weird. Um, which I thought was interesting. But, um, but, um, the, <laughs> I just think it's a little strange that God, that in this hypothetical scenario, one guy gets killed for touching the ark, the other, this, and this kid is healed but I don't think he touches it. I'm pretty sure he does. No, he only gets near it and they stop him. He doesn't actually touch it. He just gets near it. Are you sure? Yes. Was- I literally listened to it this morning. He literally, he gets close to it, but then his grandparents stop him before he actually gets to touch it. Okay. But he comes close. Because I was like, double standard? Um, no. But like... Also, you could make the argument if he had touched it that, like, God knows hearts. Yeah, definitely. And so, like... And, okay, and, sorry, kind of, like, with the grandson... Or, no, okay, sorry. Because you saw beforehand how um, Obed-Edom and his family, like, they went through hard times. Like, he was dealing with his um, injury and how, like, he couldn't take care of his family. It was his wife, and so you see how, like... They're struggling, but then as soon as they welcome the Ark of the Covenant into their home, they welcome the presence of God into their home. You start to see how God just works things out. I thought that was such a beautiful picture about, like, what happens when you just full-on trust in God. And you're just like, I give it all to him. He does what he needs to do. I'm just going to continue praising him. Like, you don't see that enough. And I was actually, like, I applaud them for doing that because, like I said, you don't see that enough. But I also, um, just to skip ahead a little bit, so, um, just to summarize quickly, because we haven't really been doing that. The art comes in, the son freaks out, says we're not coming around there because this other guy got killed when he touched the ark, so... We're and gonna, and all of their other sons agreed that yeah. nobody was going to show up to their house. So like we're, no one was going to And you're out. all allowed to come to our house either. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then and then the grandson comes in when he's not supposed to. No, he comes to the window when he's not supposed to. The grandparents let him in. He he gets close to the ark is healed and the son rejoices and then uh, King David comes back and says, um, I've heard that you've had um, prosperity, basically, and I want to bring the Ark to Jerusalem. And I want you to come to Jerusalem and be the gatekeeper. Yeah. But what I thought was interesting, and I might go on a little rant here for a second, um, not about what they do, but about other stuff that I've seen in the church. Uh, what they do is, he says, I'm surprised that having the ark in your house hasn't healed you. Referring to uh, o- Obed-Edom's leg injury. I'm if you're going to bring this up. I'm only going to... No, 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 no. Go for it. Like, I don't hate it. I actually like it. Yeah. Because as a teenager, um, I watched this one show on the internet where they talk a lot about this kind of thing. Yeah. Called It's Supernatural. I don't really watch it anymore. Um, but they... 
they would bring on a lot of musicians to interview and whatever. And then they would have their CDs for sale through their website and stuff. And and they would, um, like, their ad at the end of the show for the CD would be like, put this on in your house and, like, the presence of God will be there and you'll be healed and etc etc all these other yeah. like promises and stuff and i actually kind of like i sort of fell for it not which like i wouldn't beat yourself up for no it, no but, but like, like but like and i never actually bought a cd what i would do is i would try to find this stuff on like apple music or spotify or whatever and but and I I wanted to see what would happen. And like eventually like I wised up and I figured out, you know what, this is just music and I'm not saying God doesn't use music but Yeah, no, but like it's not like that. Yeah. And and so that kind of hearing them talk about that kind of brought that kind of Thing to mind and just the whole like pray this way do this thing to it's a- it's taking it's taking out the religious aspect of Christianity and kind of just focusing on the faith part like well it's taking out the relationship part I would say well no I'm saying like them more focused like them making that cause, cause it's not you're not going to get healed just based on what you do. That's the religious side of things. It's more like what God... Yeah. I would actually say it's more thinking... Well, yeah. It's more faith-based. But, because but it's also more... It's You're not thinking about God's will. Yeah. Yeah. And to, Which is... Um, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> that's where the problem lies. Yeah. And I like that Obed-Edom says some blessings come through pain, and God knows. And that was the other thing. I really liked how the way he had talked about, like, oh, this is why, or this this could be why I got injured, right? Like, I mean, yeah. The- which, which, like, because if you think about it, when things happen, like... He got injured, so maybe if he wasn't injured, he wouldn't have been able to take in the Ark of the Covenant because he would have been fighting with David's mighty men. So it's, like, kind of also focusing on, like, yes, your circumstances are what they are, but God still can use them and does use them, I find. And... Yeah, I think... I think, though... Sometimes we try a little bit too hard to figure out why... Or we like we really want a why, yes, and and, and it's we like, don't always get one. And I I want to be okay with not having one, just because sometimes life just doesn't go the way we want it to go. You know, 
Yeah, but I also um, feel like it's not until you look backwards that you're going to understand what God's been doing. And yeah. like, yes, I know that you're not always going to understand the why, but maybe it's because you're not supposed to know it yet. Yeah, I just... And at one point you will. I guess I just find it annoying when people are like... Everything happens for a reason, and I'm like, yeah. And if I'm in a bad place, it's like, no, I don't want to hear that right now. Yeah. As much as you're right, like, not helpful at this moment. No, I get um, that. And and I just when people talk like that, I feel a pressure, a certain amount of pressure to be able to articulate a reason, even when I don't have one. Yeah. Just to seem more spiritual. Yeah, no, and that's fair. And that bugs me. Um, yeah. But I just liked how that was added into it because, like, I feel like for some people, though, it is moments of, oh, I understand why. Like, and yeah. I've had that a lot recently where now I'm starting to, God's kind of helping me put the pieces together as to why certain things have happened. And it's just kind of like, okay, so, and it, I think why some people want a why is they want to know that God's still working. Now, granted, I always know that he's working. Sometimes not in the moment, but, like, I do still know that he is. But then to be reminded of it by, like, look at what he's been doing, it's like, okay, nice. Like, this is actually really cool. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it's ultimately for his glory, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, um... Do you have any other thoughts on the episode? Not really, but I kind of knew this was going to be a theology-heavy, yeah. like, <laughs> episode review. Yeah, um, which is okay. If you don't really know the context for which we are talking about this, go listen to the episode. Yeah. It's well worth your time. Yeah. Bravo to Dave Arnold. Yeah, that was good. Keep doing it. Yep. Um, for as long as you can until you run out of Bible story ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think there's another one coming up. That'll be interesting. But I don't, I don't know if it's book of speculation, but he said something about another one coming up. Hmm. All right. So I think now we're going to do a part one of Who is You Genius? Okay, so we are back for part one in this episode of Who is Eugenius? Now, we decided to kind of break up because we have three episode reviews to do. We decided to break it up a little bit with some trivia. Me just testing Emily here. Um, So I'm going to do two questions in this segment. And then after the next review, we'll do the last two questions. Um, Okay, so... These might be a little bit easy. This is the problem because I'm needing more difficult questions to be able to stump her. Um, Yeah. So if you have any questions you want to send in, please email them to us at northernodysseans, O-D-Y-S-S-I-A-N-S at gmail.com. And we will definitely feature you in the next um, recording episode, recorded episode. Yeah. Um. So please, and like, we don't have to say your name. We can say your name. We can give you a shout out. I would love to do that. Just please send in your questions and try to make them as difficult as possible. Seriously, it is so hard to stump her. 
Because I have what what Matthew Parker calls a phonographic memory for Odyssey. She does. It's kind of interesting sometimes. Okay, so we're going to start. Um, I'm going to kind of up it a little bit. Now, I don't really know this answer, but that's okay. I can probably figure out if you're right or not. Um, <laughs> just really bad. So I want the answer, the episode, and the album. Okay. Which I feel like... I'm just going to say yes to whatever you say. But, like, also, can you give me the album title, too? Because then I will actually know if you're right. Because I know the album titles. I just don't know the numbers. So. If I'm wrong and she's wrong, call us out, listeners. Yes, please, please. Okay, first question. What treasured currency did Wit and Jack Allen discover as boys? Spanish doubloons. And, um... What episode? Blackbeard's Treasure and Album 22, Changing Times. Yep, that's correct. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, they said Spanish coins, so I don't know if I should get... I'm just joking. That's what it is. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next one. What had happened to the secretary Harlow Doyle needed Connie to replace? Oh, I might have stumped her with no, this one. No, no, you did not. Oh, she had it. a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and said, what are you going to do with your life in album 27, The Search for Wit? Yeah, you got it. Which, Rats. I can kind of see that happening working for Harlow Doyle. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would actually want to work for Harlow Doyle. I don't he would just, like, concern me so much. I don't think I would. And stress me out. I don't think I would. Especially because you would have barely anything to do. That too. So you would just watch him be a buffoon for hours. No, no I would just sit there, read, and get paid for it. It's great. It's perfect. <laughs> or- and, and eat Pop-Tarts. That's true. Actually, never mind. Maybe I do want to work for him. <laughs> And you get a free show as you're doing it. It's great. <laughs> kind of reminds me of our year in, inter- in interns. For me. Oh. For me. Because I had, like, nothing to do. Yeah. Like, we were supposed to be serving. Anyway. Good times. Good okay. Times. So, next we will now move into... Wow, words. Um, We will now move into September... <laughs> Club episode, the 18 yard line review. Okay, <laughs> let us review uh, September 2022's album club episode. What? <laughs> okay, let's restart that. <laughs> okay, let us review September 2022's club episode, the 18 yard line. Written by Kathy Buchanan. We don't actually plan her saying that stuff. She just knows it. Um, but thank you. Thank you. Um, have to say, overall, that was a really interesting episode. Yeah. was kind of not expecting it. It's kind of related to the other two episodes we're talking about today. I know, which is, like, I literally was especially, listening. Especially the next one. Cause yeah. Paralyzed. Okay, no, 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 but, like, I was listening, so this, as I said earlier, I was listening to The Honor of Obed-Edom this morning, and I just recently listened to the 18-yard line, and then I, like, kind of refreshed myself with the truth about Zachary, because I haven't heard that one in a while, but I was like, 
maybe there is a reason why all three of those episodes are together. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're so similar. Yeah. Um. Okay, so do you want to give a premise? So, basically, Cooper has, um, well, the Odyssey Owls are doing a car wash to raise money for new workout equipment. And, um, first we get, wait, no, never mind. I was going to say what, uh, the line about Eugene, but that comes later, I think. Or is that now? No, I think it gets told to us now where he is. So in this scene, uh, I think Eugene was replaced with Jay, (laughs) which... (laughs) I don't know if that was the best move, but it was definitely entertaining. (laughs) Interesting I have a thought for later on, but But, keep um, going. Joseph Calhoun, the coach, is talking to Jay, and Eugene is gone. He's in England for the next month. And we all know the real world reason why that happened. But I have to say, I like that they gave us where he was in Odyssey terms. Because I think that just helps us go... Okay, good. But it makes you wonder, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, so bear with me for one second. I've been thinking about how they're going to handle this versus how they handled uh, Hal Smith's death. Uh, because they yeah. they have, basically, now they have a built-in break between albums. Yes. And they can extend that as much as they want. Yeah. So... I don't know if they're going to have to write him off in order to go find a new voice actor. Yeah. But I feel like they sort of need to because he need like, Will Ryan needs an in-universe send-off. Definitely, definitely. But I don't think, but because they don't need to do that logistically this time, I don't think they're going to and that makes me mad. Okay, I know we want to probably keep talking about this, but let's focus on the 18-yard line. Yes, I was very thankful that they gave us a Eugene, where Eugene is, because then that'll kind of answer questions as stuff comes up. Yeah. Um, Okay, so they're doing a car wash. Yeah, they're doing a car wash and... To raise money for... for weight room equipment. Yes. And I... um, and uh, this guy Austin, who I don't remember the last name of, yeah, I it, don't remember. He either. comes by and he's just trash talking Cooper for no reason. Nope, really. No, and no. and Cooper just uh, kind of goes off on him because he starts throwing shade at his teammates. Yeah, and Buck has to calm him down. Basically, end of scene. Um, and Cooper also complains that he showed up at Wits End the week before and was taunting him there, and he doesn't live close, so he knows he did it on purpose, and so then we cut to the game, and, um, basically, Cooper tackles Austin, and Austin Austin gets hurt, and like paralyzed. Yeah, and, and then I'm we like, find out later that he's paralyzed. And then Well, he um, says in the scene, I can't feel my legs. Yeah, but then you actually like find out later wait, that wait, they which had Which is dark. Yes. Um but then uh you kind of find like you kind of see how Cooper's dealing with it and how he's very guilty and, and he tries to go visit and, like, him and then that and, like, doesn't end well. Yeah. 
And I just, I found it interesting that first conversation he has with his dad post-game. Because it's a very minimalist conversation, but there's there's so much weight behind the performances. Yeah. Um, and, and Joseph is like, I can't, I can't talk to you about my patients. Yeah. Which is true. Good. 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 But also, why is he his patient when he is the coach of the other team and the dad of the player who ran into him? Well, I think it was because he's probably the only, like, I can't think of the right part. He's probably the only specialist. Yeah, I was going to say sur- surgeonist, but that's not a really a, a real world. Blah, 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 blah. But he's, he the, the guy, the kid doesn't even live in Odyssey, as previously established. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's called plot convenience. Um, yeah. But, um, and also... Some people were complaining on the Facebook group that if um, uh, Austin got injured, then Cooper should have ended up with some kind of injury as well. Because with a tackle... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, but with a tackle that crazy, that's what would happen in real life. Yeah. Is what they were saying. Yeah. Um... Because some people watch football. I do not. I, went, I don't either. So I, I can't speak to that. I went to one game as a teenager because we got free tickets. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Dad was expl- Our father was explaining the entire thing to us. Because none of us understood what we, were, what, was, what we were watching. Good thing our team won. Yeah, that's very true. Go Lions. <laughs> yeah. Go BC Lions. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. And then you kind of see by the end of the episode, which I thought was really, really sweet. Okay, but can we back up a little bit? Because I want to talk about Austin's reaction to Cooper just showing up in his hospital room. And that whole mess. Yeah. Go ahead. Because. Excuse my dog. She's barking right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was sorry. <laughs> side note. Excuse my dog. She talks. Isn't that like. <laughs> Sorry. Isn't that like a... a, a, a that's, that's, that's an outtake. That's the word I was looking for. Man, me and my words. But seriously. He pointed at <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My, our mother just got home, so uh, my dog is barking a lot. And <laughs> literally was thinking of that outtake. I was like, excuse my dog. She <laughs> And to be honest, I love listening to the outtakes of things because they're just so entertaining. I think I knew the outtake long before I knew the actual line in the episode. (laughs) Like, I think I have memorized the outtake long before I knew that episode enough to know what line that was. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. Sorry, we're back. Uh, we've been trailing off so much this week. Oh, people love these. That's good. That's good. Um, yes, I do have a dog. She is still a puppy. So if you hear her back barking in the background, it just means she wants to talk to you guys. Um, or she's barking at something else. Really? 
Okay. Anyway. Um, we were talking about uh, when Cooper visited Austin in the hospital. Yeah, and, and Austin, and, and Austin's just like, dude, like, what are you doing here? Like, get out. You ruined my life. Like. Yeah. Which, and he's like, I had scholarship offers and, and, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, like, yes, I get it. I, I totally get that. Yeah. But on the other hand, I would have liked an apology from the doctors who screwed me over. Um. Yeah. But, um, um, anyway, uh, I will get more into my sort of not really vantage point with this in the next episode in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, um. But yeah, I feel like that response that Austin No, I totally get it. Yeah, no, and I feel like, yes. But I also did feel bad for Cooper, because it's like he doesn't get to... And I think that's what but he was wrestling with. the timing was way off. Yeah. And, and the physiatrist was right because she's like, you can't just do that. Yeah. Like, and next time, clear it with me first. Which, yeah, no, I get that. And I'm like, yeah. But I think that was the problem is, like, Cooper then was like, well, I, there's, I feel guilty. I can't apologize for this because he doesn't want to hear it. And I think that was kind of what started that. I don't want to call it a spiral, but, like, he was trying to wrestle with that. And yeah, no, it's a shame spiral. It totally yeah. is. Um, but he, I think, and then he quits the team, which, fair. But it's, it's, it's a, again, it's all about guilt, shame. Like, he feels really bad, and he can't do anything about it. So he's just, it's a shame spiral. Like, he gets to the point where he's like, well, I don't want to do it anymore because I don't want to hurt someone else. And, so he and, all, and all he can see is the 18-yard line, which, yeah. Um, and yeah, But I bad. liked the way his dad turned it around. Yeah. Because he talks a little more about his backstory yeah. and how he felt guilty for, for surviving... Survivor's the, guilt. The, the rebel fighting in his country, yeah. And and then a bunch of other people didn't. Yeah. And then, and how he finally was like, you know what, I'm making this all about me. I can't do that. I need to focus on other people. Yeah. And, and I like that that's how he rejected Cooper. He, re- sorry, redirected. Yeah. I can't talk to that's okay, I can't either. <laughs> he he redirected Cooper in a really healthy way that honestly I wasn't expecting because I didn't really know where this was going. Yeah, I think um, it was I think it was a good way cuz I feel like sometimes us as humans need to get redirected off of ourselves when we come into stuff like that because Otherwise, yeah, we're going to go into a shame spiral. We're going to get reminded about um, all the stuff that we've done. And I feel like that's sometimes how the enemy likes to work. But then it's it's coming to a point where you're like, no, I don't want to start thinking. At the, I don't want to think about myself right now. 
we I want to focus on other people because like if I continue to focus on me, I'm just going to keep going down this like dark rabbit hole, which is never a good thing to do. Um, no. And I did really like how he went to his dad and talked about it. And his dad was able to give him that, um, advice and was able to talk to him about it. Like, I think. And it was like super constructive and practical advice too, which. Yeah. yeah, And it's something that all of us can take away from this. Kudos to Joseph. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I love him. He's great. He's a great newer character. Yeah. Um, but I also like I also think that's a good lesson for us to learn too is like when we get into those moments sometimes we do have to go searching for those people who we do trust and we know that will give us the good advice that we need to hear. Maybe it's something we don't always want to hear, but it's what we need to hear and then like also the part about like stop focusing on yourself because like you yeah. know like as long and One thing I've learned is, like, as long as you've made it right with God and you've tried to apologize to the person and they don't want to hear it, that's all you can do. And also, I like that he's, uh, that Joseph said, like, thoughts, like, because Cooper wasn't thinking very kindly of Austin at the time of the accident. And he's like, thoughts don't paralyze people, okay? Accidents do. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But also, you can only say it's not your fault so many times. It's true. And so that's why I really like the way that he broadened his advice to be super, super constructive. Yeah. And I just, I love it. Um, And then the ending, where... Well, he goes back to see Austin. Yes. And Austin... He's like, I still don't like you, but I can see that this wasn't all your fault, and sometimes accidents happen. And I think it yeah. was good for Cooper to get that, like. Yeah, but I'm glad that Austin didn't completely turn because not that wouldn't be very realistic. Yeah, I do also like how you find out in that episode where it's like, oh yeah, I got a bike that's gonna help me with this and oh it must have been my school that did it because they're really good at taking care of us but then you find out later on that it was actually Cooper and the team yeah which again I'm like how much fundraising have you actually done must have been a lot though because or it could have been like hey guys what do you think about let's fundraise for no but like they made it clear that it was the fundraising for the white room that they redirected to this bike well, maybe they still had more funds coming in and they... Maybe, but I'm like, they must have done something other than a car wash. Now, I think what we also are missing, too, is American schools are a lot different than Canadian schools. So I feel like there's... Mean? Well, I also feel like there's a lot of funds that go into it, so I feel like... I don't know where I was going with this. Yeah, I have no idea where you're going with this either. I also, because I was like, oh yeah, weight room. Yeah, that's funny. Like, my school definitely did not have that. Um, but, now they're starting to, which I think is But, 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 we were able to fundraise when I was in elementary school using community funds for the Sprinter van. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel like they had money. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess I'm just like... That's got to be an expensive bike. And I was going to look it up, but I didn't. That's fine. Um, 
But I just thought that was that was really cool how Cooper kind of went, okay, I'm not going to focus on myself, but I know that Austin needs this bike to, or needs something to help him. And it just so happens to be that. I also like how it wasn't, it was kind of done in secret. He also... Because I feel like he was going to tell him, and then he was like, nah, I'm not going to yeah. tell him. He also wanted, he he was going to get training to help with physical therapy. Yeah, so it's, it's, cool kind of, it's kind of uh, mirroring his father. Because his father became a... Doctor. A neuro, yeah, a doctor because of all the stuff that he has gone through. And so that was Cooper's way of kind of turning it into a positive thing. Of giving back. Yeah, which I really liked. Okay, I know this is kind of, like, it has something to do with the episode, but it's kind of going off track. Um, the fact that in the second game that we were listening to, you heard that Jay, no, no, the marching band was doing an Elvis <laughs> thing, and Jay was singing. Yes. Why did we not hear anything about that? Because yeah, I'm on, sorry. Guys, I, want, I would love to hear that. I want to hear this. <laughs> So, just saying, um, if any of the writers or, or anybody is listening, can we please get that? Doc Campbell, be... come on, give us that, yes, dude. Please. Even come if it's on. just like a, I, I don't even know, like, please. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I was like, I was like, wait, Jay is doing what? <laughs> wait, we don't get to hear it? What? <laughs> yeah. It's a call-up episode, you can make it as long as you want. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, though, I would love to hear that. First of all, first of all, not just the fact that Jay is singing Elvis, because I feel like we've kind of heard that. No, no, no. A marching band is playing Elvis. That I would love to hear. I did band growing up. Um, I would love to hear a marching band do Elvis. <laughs> to be clear, I've heard it done everything else, but still. To be clear, you didn't do marching band. No, but like I did band. Because we didn't have... A football team. So no. we didn't have... We, had the, we have the drum line for it. <laughs> I guess we did have that one pep rally. The one pep rally. <laughs> Our school is not. <laughs> Our school was... was, uh, was is poor. <laughs> Just saying. Go Titans! <laughs> Woo! Um, okay. Uh, anything else to say about this episode? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I just... I really overall liked this episode. Yeah, me too. It was good. It was it was nice for it to be something unlike other episodes that we've heard lately. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I feel like this happened to a character, Austin, that we're never going to hear from again. I don't know. Which kind of bums me out a little bit. Because I want well, updates. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, they, maybe they'll bring him back. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah. Alright. And now we'll be going into part two of Who is You Genius? Okay. Part two of Who is You Genius? Where uh, to break up this this uh, very heavy review episode, um, we're, I'm going to ask the last two questions that I have. And she's probably going to get them because she is you genius. Um, <laughs> she doesn't want to say it, but she is. Okay. Um, so again, you have to give me, uh, the, the answer, the episode, and the album. 
Shouldn't be a problem. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Jay and Brian tried to enter a jingle contest for which fast food restaurant? Burger Barn. Uh, 30 Days House September Club Season 1. September episode. I think that's right. <laughs> yes. I think it's season one. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, so, good job. Uh, next one. Uh, Grandma Lucia became obsessed with which social networking service? Um, no, you haven't stumped me. <laughs> I don't think you knew that. Chitter, ch- chittering or chitter something or other. I'm not giving you any I think it's, if you're right or not. I think it's called, like, chitter. Okay. Because she said she was chittering. Okay. What episode? What? It, it's, um, Untech the Halls, uh, December episode, Club Season 3. Yeah, you're right. It is called, it is chitter. Which yeah. I'm trying to, that's Twitter, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because Space Space is Facebook. Mm. Although they haven't had one for Instagram yet, which I'm kind of waiting for. Or TikTok, to be honest. I don't use TikTok. That's okay. You don't need to. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it for Who is Eugenius. Sorry, it's very short. But uh, don't worry. Next review we'll be doing, or next episode we'll be doing um, something a little bit different. So stay tuned for that. But again, if you have any questions to please, please, please help me stump her, um, please email them to Northern Odysseans, O-D-Y-S-S-I-A-N-S at gmail.com. And we will feature you, give you a shout out, um, please, because we need it. Um, I am running out of questions. Yeah. Okay, so now we will be going into the review for The Truth About Zachary. Yay! Stay tuned. (laughs) Okay, so we are now going to be starting a new series where we are going to be reviewing the Zachary episodes. Now, this is, again, a pet project of Emily's. Um, She's been wanting to... I think this was the whole reason why you wanted to start the podcast. It was one of the reasons. That and 28 Hours. Because, Because nobody else... I don't think anybody else really cares about these as much as I do. In fact, I heard a podcast recently where people where people put the two Zachary heavy episodes or albums, al- like there are other albums with him too, but they put albums twenty three and twenty four on their least favorite episode albums list, and I'm like, no. why? Okay, so um, but, sorry. Do you want to share a little bit as to why you wanted to review the Zachary episode? So I wanted to review these because I haven't really heard anybody talk about them. So I haven't really been able to chime in on anybody. Yeah. And, um, and I, um, if you haven't figured it out yet, um, <laughs> I use a wheelchair like Zachary does, although I have a different reason for needing one than he does. Yeah. I I have cerebral palsy, which for the most part only affects my legs. It affects one of my hands a bit too, but... It's basically um, at birth. Yeah. Uh, you, it's like no, oxygen didn't get to a part of her brain, so she... And yeah. it, it's it's a spectrum, so some people... They lose their sight, their their um, walking, and all that. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's like sometimes 
I don't even think there's some speech impediments for some people. Yeah, so it's like it's it's a spectrum. And and other things that I probably haven't seen like or like I've seen it where you can walk but it's shaky and, yeah. and jerky and whatever. So, yeah. And like there's there's a million different ways that it can present itself. I But have... yeah, so because I find that, like, ever since we've heard from Zachary and, like, we've gotten introduced to him, you've definitely related the most to him. I think... Out yeah. of all the characters. I, well, yes and no. I mean, when I was a kid, I thought he was a brat. Yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> like, like, I feel like my my journey with him, like, my... Feelings towards him and his struggles have changed as I've gotten older and my feelings and struggles over disability have changed and evolved quite a bit. Yeah. And I think that's what makes him such an interesting character. Yeah. Um, and, and what makes these such interesting episodes is that my feelings about them, especially the touch of healing two-parter, have changed dramatically over the last uh, decade, 15 years or so. So yeah. I think that's what's mostly interesting. I think for the most part, Zachary's not the most... I mean, he is a compelling character, but we don't get to see a ton of him. Yeah. Like, we get these five episodes, four episodes if you put the two-parter together, and then he's gone. Yeah. Um... Which is fine. But, and so, I feel like it's kind of a, it's, it's just, it's very quickly wrapped up within the scope of the show. So, um, yes, I relate to him, but I wouldn't say, like, I can't actually listen to these episodes very often. Like, I listened to this episode prior to review, quite a while ago, but then I tried to listen to the two part, the touch of feeling two part, and I was like, nope, not right now. Yeah, too that's heavy. Fair. Like both both of the plots in that episode are really heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could almost argue that Zachary's plot is actually the B plot in that one. But, yeah. And, but anyways, um, that's for next episode. Um, yeah. So did we want to? Um, kind of go over what the synopsis is for the truth about Zachary. So, Zachary, um, is, and his mom are new to Odyssey. At the beginning, we don't know where his dad is. That's not revealed until later on in the episode. Yeah. And then, and so they're, the first scene I find is extremely interesting because, they're just talking, and Zachary's mom hands him his dinner, mm-hmm. and then he's trying to fix the wheel on his chair. Yeah. Which, from inside his chair, which my first thought was, how? Because, <laughs> like, I can't even reach the wheels on my chair. Granted, I think his chair is supposed to be manual, but then in some episodes you hear electric chair sounds, so... That's confusing as ever. I know. I In my head, I always picture him not in the chair in this scene, and he's just, like, sitting on no, the ground. No, he's in fixing. the chair because he's trying to drive it. Like, and I have no idea. He's, okay, because he's, <laughs> he's trying to... 
Because then he drops his fork. Oh, right. And then... And he's yeah. trying to reach it, which I can totally relate to dropping a, dropping a utensil or dropping anything and being like, ah, because there's no way I can reach it from in here. Yeah. Um, I can't... And he's trying, yeah. which I don't even try because it's not going to make... I can't. Like, I just can't. Yeah. Um, and if you could see me, you would, would understand that. I, I feel like, though, um, he... Because he's only paralyzed, I feel like it's a little bit easier because he has more upper body strength. Maybe, but, like, how low can he lean over? I don't know. I anyway, tell you. <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't want to um, harp on this too much because there's something later in the scene that I'm like, what? So then they're talking and he's really, really bitter and, uh, which I can totally understand and his mom's like what's wrong and he's like this house this room this sorry excuse for a city yeah and she's like you'll make friends and he's like nobody's gonna want to be my friend i'm in a chair which i mean i kind of get it but my experience was i couldn't really find a lot of activities to do with the kids in elementary school yeah but they were not mean to me. No. So, and I'm thinking he's probably in middle school at this point. Yes. It sounds like a middle school class. Or like upper elementary. Yeah. So I'm thinking playground probably isn't a, an obstacle to friendships at this point. Like it was for me as a younger elementary kid. But anyway, so he's like... I'm not going to make any friends. And his mom basically is just like, you are going to make the best of this situation. Yeah. Because they both have to, and she needs him to, otherwise she's going to lose it. Which, we don't know the full scope of the situation at this point in the episode. Um, But then, the part that I want to hit on for just a second is when he says, okay, yes... Then she's like, okay, eat your dinner and get ready for bed. You have to get up early for school tomorrow. And I'm just like, is he getting himself ready for bed? Um, I'm wondering, yes, because I feel like... I mean, yes. Situations are different. Yes, rehab for, like, paralysis is different. But I feel like... You st- even, like, any wheelchair situation, you still need some help. Yeah, but I feel like, again, like, upper body strength definitely plays a huge part in this. Yeah, but can he undress and dress himself? Like, I, I don't know. But to me, it's it always kind of stuck out as, like, is he completely independent in this? Probably not, because I feel like... Uh, I would say probably not. But I think there is some independence. Like, I feel like he does have some independence. I'd have to talk to, uh, Murray and see. Yeah. Because, like, um, we know somebody who had an injury, kind of like this, um, that maybe I should have talked to before doing this episode. Like, how accurate is this? But he's also an, an older man, yeah, no, but I feel like he would have a lot more independence because he... Like, yeah. Upper body strength, I feel like, definitely helps. Yeah, I mean, but still, like, 
Because there's ways that he could do things himself. But it's not completely independent. No. I, I, ju- I'm, I just kind of felt like she's li- she was leaving him to his own devices, which I thought was a little bit weird. Because my experience is different than his. I don't have the same upper body strength that he does. And I cannot do that by myself at all. And yes, he probably can do more for himself. But it's not a completely solo effort at all. But, like, I mean, think about it. It's also geared towards children and having to add in that element, probably. Yeah, but books geared towards kids add in those elements. Well, I, it's also supposed to be a 25-minute episode, so yeah, it's like there's I know, only I, so much you can cram into I, an episode. I understand that. It's just always stuck out to me, and I understand if it doesn't stick out to other people. Well, yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah. But we can move on. Okay. <laughs> um, so then he's at school. And his teacher, um, actually, no, his yeah, his teacher just says, you know, this is Zachary Sellers. He just moved here from, and he can't remember. And so Zachary says, Richland. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right, Richland. And then you can tell totally listen to this episode a bunch. But then Lucy, um, who is kind of one of the other main characters in this episode, pipes up and tells him that, like, ask that Zachary should tell everybody but himself because that's what kids did in her class last year which i'd like to point out really quick that according to lucy this is the same teacher she had in choices oh and i'm like how many school years have gone on since yes but but anyway odyssey time is different from our time (laughs) yes um yeah and teachers move grades i had that happen yeah Oh, so, yeah. so, um, um, but his response to that was very sarcastic. And so and he's like, yeah, I want to try out for the soccer team and break the school high jump record. Yeah. And that, cause he just doesn't want to do it at all. Yeah. And he's, and the teacher's like, here, let me help you. You can just come up to the right. He's like, I don't need your help. And I can kind of relate to that. But at the same time. There's going to be a lot of desks in that room. You might need him to make a path. Yeah. (laughs) You can just tell he's a very, very bitter kid. Yes. And we will get into why in a little bit. Um, And uh, so he does that. And then the next scene, I got to give kudos to Lucy here because she could just ignore this kid. But she's like, oof, I screwed up. Yeah. And so she comes up to him and she apologizes, which again, really sweet. Mm-hmm. But Lucy's just sweet all around. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he's just like, don't worry about it. Just leave me alone, basically. Does he say anything of importance in that scene? I don't think so. No. I think you kind of. I think again, you kind of come to terms with he's a bitter kid. 
So then, um... But then, I feel, but I feel like that's when Lucy's like, okay, I want to find out more about this kid. Yeah, but that, no, because then, not until the next scene, because then she gets the article assignment. Right. To interview a new kid, and it happens to be Zachary. So she's yeah. like, okay, this is gonna be a short article, um, but I'll do it. Um, and so then she goes to Wit's End. Um, and is like, and is talking to Jack. Yeah. And at first she doesn't reveal who the kid is at first, but then she's like, um, like he was ignoring me in the hallway. I was trying to be friendly and I don't know how I'm going to talk to him and I wonder what's wrong, what's bothering him. And she's like, well. Other than the obvious thing. And then she reveals that he's in a wheelchair. And Jack's like, oh, he came here a little while ago. And Connie took him upstairs in the elevator because she wanted to look at the train set. So now you know the wit's end is wheelchair accessible. <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> but, but one thing that I wanted to know. Are there steps on the outside of wit's end? I think so. Because if there are, I hope. But there must be a ramp. There has to be. Yeah. Because Victorian house, lots of probably very uh, large steps. Uh, anyway, but... um, There, I think they, they there is a ramp. Because there's no way Zachary could have gotten in there without a ramp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is stuff that only we think about. I was going to watch a, one of the videos to see how many steps there were. Um, <laughs> Alright. But I didn't. There's a lot of steps. We'll just go with um, that. Or, and so then she goes up there to talk to him. And actually, first we, we we go to the next scene, and Connie is up there with him. Yeah. And he just doesn't want to talk to her. Yeah. And then he's like, the cool car is wrong. And she's like, what do you mean? And so he, he spouts off things about the train. So you kind of start to know his, like, interests and stuff. And, like... Yeah. And then... Like, I could tell you exactly what he says, but I'm not going to. So then Lucy gets up there, and then they have their conversation, and it's not... And he he basically gives her a reason that he's in the chair, just so she'll shut up. Basically. And I think that's where he says football accident? I think so, yeah. Which is kind of weird, considering the last episode we reviewed. Um, but... And then she's like, oh, good. And then... Like, um, doesn't she like turn in her article and then they're like, no, oh, it's no, too he, short. no, he's like, she's like, are you gonna tell me anything else? He's like, no, and she's like, but I can't make a whole article out of this. And he's like, you're a capable reporter. I'm sure you can make it work. And she's like, if you won't tell me anything else, then I guess I'll have to. And that's the end of the scene, I think. And then. She's talking with Connie and Jack, and Connie says that Zachary told her that he fell over a curb. Right. And that he So, like, you're kind of seeing that he's giving different stories, and he just really does not want to talk about it. He just blurted it out, like, like he thought Connie was dying to know. Yeah. And then, I think... The next scene is um the the scene where things turn. 
Yeah. Because because Osteen goes to him and is like... Isn't it at his house, too? No, no, that's after. Oh, okay. Because she goes to him at school, and he and she's like, you told Connie and me different things. What's up with that? Yeah. And and he, he gives her a bunch of other BS uh, stories, and then he finally just breaks down and says... Um, the truth is boring. The truth is stupid. It was a stupid car accident on a rainy night with a drunk driver who ran into us and put me in a wheelchair and killed my dad. Which, ouch. Not what you were expecting to... Because <laughs> we've had some, in our family, there have been some encounters with drunk drivers that have not ended that badly. No, Or at least one encounter that I know of. Yeah. And so it's like, Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, something you were expecting him to say. And then, and then he's just like, we hope the school enjoys reading about it. Now leave me alone. And then she goes to see him at his house. Yes. Which, and then you kind of get... Which, bold move. Like, yeah, definitely. I don't... No, actually, she goes to Jack first. And he's, and, and he's like... And she's like, well, why did you do all of this anyway? And she's yeah. like... Well, I wanted him to understand and to let him know that I care. And he's and 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 Jack's like, does he know that? And she goes, well, he wouldn't believe me if I told him. And Jack's like, well, no, it's been my experience that it's always better to show somebody you care rather than just telling them you care. Yeah, which is a good good thing to keep in mind. Yeah, actions speak louder than words. And so then she goes to his house, and his mom is, like, classic mom. Like, I didn't yeah. know he made friends. Like, <laughs> She's like, yay, friends! Um, has our I've definitely mom gotten that from mom before. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Especially at the new church I've gone to. She's like, oh, you have friends! I'm like, yes, mother, I do. It's going a little slower for me, but anyway, um, <laughs> we're all at different churches right now, if you couldn't tell. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so then, um, they get into a conversation, and we Lucy's find, able to open up. And we find out that Lucy's dad was killed in a car accident, which opens up a lot of questions with the timeline. Yeah. Because she says he was a reporter for the Odyssey Times. But we found out in our best vacation ever that he worked with George Barkley. Oh, right. And so I'm like, what? <laughs> Did George Barkley work at the Odyssey Times? Unless he was like a freelancer or something. Maybe. But like, it, it, you can totally tell that they were just... Because in the argument that they had before, Zachary asked her why she had two last names. Right. So you can tell this was just an explanation for the two last names thing. Yeah. That was really just a goof, because they forgot. They'd given her a last name in earlier episodes, and, yeah. then, and then in the big broadcast, they gave her a new one. And then just... So this is a poorly explained goof, but it helps them connect that her dad, because her dad apparently died in a car accident, and just like his dad, and so they're able to bond over their dads. Talking Which, about their dads. Yeah, and I think, like, sometimes that helps with friendships. 
is finding that common denominator, even if it is something very sad like that, like, you know, now they kind of both understand each other. Well, it's, I think it's helpful because it's not something your other peers are going to know what it's like. Yeah. So So it's helpful to have that, like, I don't know, that validation, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word for it. Just somebody to understand. Yeah, that always helps. Um, and that's basically where it ends, except for, like, one more scene at Wit's End with Jack, Connie, and Lucy. Oh, and we also find out that the train at Wit's End was broken and Zachary fixed it. Yeah. Which... So you kind of see, like, what he's actually interested in, what he thrives in, and, um, yeah. So, Yeah. Overall, um, I really like this episode. I think it was it was definitely different, especially with the episodes around that time. Like it wasn't something that they really I mean, it was also the yeah, there was another episode in that album that did something similar with blindness, the perfect witness. Oh, right. So it But uh, no, but like nah, But but then like I understand what you mean by that, but like I I, I, I don't know, it, it's... Because they're introducing a character where he's in a wheelchair and you don't really have that. Not that I'm saying that, you know, the perfect witness, like, there was no other... No, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it wasn't completely isolated. No, but I, I definitely... Yeah, I think it was just really well done and in introducing a new character with something that maybe people aren't always... Um, they don't always know or understand or, like, have seen someone. But it kind of connects something that kids may not be exposed to. Or if you have been, then you're like, ooh, I yeah. can latch on to this. Yeah. You're like, oh, I, I understand this character. So um, I thought that was that was good. And I liked how they included um, the element of, like, kids trying to make friends and, like, yeah, um, like Lucy's like really trying to show him friendship and and wants to become friends with him, but then they end up finding a common denominator, which is something that like you wouldn't know you had unless you would talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to. Yeah, um, but I also feel like Lucy is the type to talk to people that she wouldn't normally talk to. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's a reporter. That's kind of part of the job. Yeah, and, um, but I. Um, there's another, there's an interesting anecdote that I think about sometimes with this one from the official guide and podcasts and Mm -hmm. such, because this episode, I think was originally supposed to come out a lot earlier than it, or a little bit earlier than it did. Yeah. Because it was originally recorded on the same day as The Fundamentals, Ah. which is in album 21. Yeah. But they couldn't. Um, Marshall Younger was directing, and I think this was one of his first, if not his, The Fundamentals was his first, I think, directing episode. Yeah. And then he was doing Truth About Zachary in the Afternoon, and, but he couldn't get the kind of subtle anger and bitterness out of the original actor that he wanted. Yeah. So that's why they described, they... They paused it for the moment and then eventually got Chris Castile in to play the role. Yeah. 
Um, and so that was, and and I think he did a he did a much he did a great job on that subtle anger kind of deal. Yeah, I think he captured it quite well. Um, and so he played Zachary for these episodes. And then the final episode that he was in as Zachary, you could hear his voice changing. <laughs> and then after the first hiatus, between Elmo's 28 and 29, he comes back as Nick Mulligan in album 29. Why did I not put that together? I'm sure you knew that. <laughs> that is actually weird. I didn't think I... All right. It's the same guy. Check the guide if you don't... No, no, no. I believe you, but I'm just like, I didn't even put that together. (laughs) Yeah. That is weird. So, yeah. Um, And Odyssey, I think, was the last thing he did in showbiz. He did some stuff in the 80s and 90s before Odyssey. Um, So, yeah. Good episode. Good character. I can't wait to get into the next couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, you're very excited for this, which so, should be interesting. Um, yeah, anything you want to say? I did want to plug, um, if you guys want some books about this, um, for especially for middle grade readers, like late elementary kind of reading level, you I'd like to point you to two books that I've discovered in the last few years called um, Out of My Mind, which I discovered when my little sister's class was reading it, and they pulled me in for a presentation because this is about a character with cerebral palsy. So it was something that you could touch on. The difference with her and me is that she can't talk and I can't. So... yeah. Um, and so, it's about a character named Melody, and her trying to navigate school, and friends, and bullies, and life. And then, very recently, I found out about the sequel to that book, Out of My Heart, which is, uh, she's aged up a little bit, and it's about her, her, uh, first experience at summer camp. For kids with disabilities. Yeah. And so I enjoyed that one. I'd have to say I enjoyed the first one a little bit more because there was a little bit more conflict um, as she was trying to integrate into school. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting because I didn't really have as much trouble integrating into school as she did. Uh, Probably because I could speak. It was probably a large reason for that and our school didn't really separate kids based on ability no it's not really a thing in our district which i'm very happy about um except for like a couple of blocks for homework and whatever as needed mm-hmm. um and for those of us who couldn't do pe and other reasons anyway yeah. i'm rambling and this is <laughs> the longest episode we've ever done so um, I'll stop now. <laughs> but yeah, that's all, that's a good resource if you want to kind of learn more about like 
people in wheelchairs and like their experiences. And, and don't limit it to just no, no, giving no, no. it to your kids. Like I read, the, I read the first and second books as an adult. Yeah. So, but yeah, and it's 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 a, it's a something that you wouldn't. It's good to understand because it's, I kind of growing up, it's not something that I've realized people don't, like some people don't think about this. And I'm like, that's weird. Cause like, that's all I've known. Um, like that's what I think about. It's something I'm very, I don't know, very exposed to, we but we can touch on this in other episodes. Yeah. I feel like this one's really long. Yeah. So, um, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, and yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be reviewing A Touch of Healing Parts 1 and 2. And I promise you it won't be as long as this one. If you have any trivia questions you would like to send to us, you can email them to Northern Odysseans O-D-Y-S-S-I-A-N-S at gmail.com Thank you for joining us on the northern side of the radio. I'm Amy. I'm Emily. Keep Keep listening. listening.